So welcome to the uh, the APS podcast. Um, we've had a little break during uh, the summer, but I'm really, really pleased that we're joined today by, uh, by Rafi, who's uh, one of the uh, star sales degree uh, students that's currently working with uh, BT and working with Consalia and Middlesex University. Um, so thank you, Rafi, for agreeing to, to come along today and speak with us. And before we dive into the three, four questions that we have that will hopefully help listeners understand a little bit about uh, sales education and growth and some of the things that sales leaders should think about in future if they want to employ wonderful stars like you, perhaps you could share with the, the people listening a little bit about you uh, and then also a little bit about the apprenticeship program that you're, you're working on. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to, to, be, with you, to, to be with you today. Um, Yes, I'm Rafi. I'm a degree sales apprentice at BT Radiance, uh, and that's a specialist vertical within the financial services side of BT Global. So we connect um, big players connectivity in the, in the in the financial community. Um, and I'm on a apprenticeship program, which is on the degree level. So it's a level six and it really involves four days of the week, you know, I feel very privileged to say we're part of the sales team. We're assisting with, you know, real tasks, prospecting, for example, attending meetings, etc., cetera, or, or booking meetings. And then one day a week is set aside to um, complete a B2B sales d- degree. Um, I believe we're the fourth cohort at BT. So it's good we're we're still quite fresh in, but we've got, you know, older apprentices that we could speak to as well. Oh, cool. That's really good to see. And, it's, and, and for the next question, <laughs> I always put my heart in my mouth when I, when I ask people about what their expectations for a sales career are. And they went, haven't got any, I don't really want to be one. But someone doing a sales degree, it's great because obviously you're looking towards the future. So would you, would you be able to share what your expectations are of you know uh, and for a future sales career both maybe in the context of next couple of years but then if you projected forward to where you might be in a longer time frame yeah sure so um i think it's really a twofold question um i think part a of the answer is i'd love to be dealing with you know account management kind of managing customer relationships um i i find that quite interesting to to you know, help customers solve their problems, and then part B to that, to that, to the answer to that question is also you know l- learning to be you know more of a more of a what they describe as a hunter maybe kind of helping finding helping my my company to find new business opportunities because I think that's quite interesting as well. Okay, that's great, and. Um... I think I might know one answer or one part of the answer to this next question, but you know, as you sit here today, there's obviously a considerable amount of change that's going on in the sales world. What would you say are, are, are you know, the top two issues that you're facing right now? Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a really good that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'd say number one, which is something we're all experiencing, is probably due to COVID. Um, and I think sales professionals um, are perhaps struggling because we're not able to pick up our phones and call up the, you know, call up the actual reception and, you know, 
get access to a gatekeeper and and get through to the to the person that we need to speak to um, because a lot of people are working from home and not in the office and i think maybe another challenge um that i have and that maybe people who are entering their sales careers is when we're um approaching new customers and new prospects uh i th i think i think there's a lot to learn there um, you know resilience is re is really important and to constantly be on one hand to constantly be refining one's practice so i've sent out you know instead of just um getting in contact with with prospects and leaving it you can always you know speak to your manager get advice see how you can constantly improve your script and things like that and then at the same time i think not um not being afraid to just to just to just go for it um i like i think there's quite of a high percentage of sales professionals who don't follow up and um it, it can be a bit of a scary thing to do like today you know picked the phone and followed up with a with a customer but i think if if you know that you're providing value um people's inboxes are constantly getting higher and higher and you need to if you know you've got value to provide you're gonna do that follow-up and, and and take that go that extra mile i guess it's interesting that you mentioned you, you picked the phone up to a customer today but in this in this plethora of uh terminologies like virtual selling and digital selling and social selling that you actually use a technology that's been around for about 100 years um how did that feel <laughs> just out of interest um in terms of the is the question in in regards to the to the to the technology or yeah how did it i mean was did, did you feel a bit alien to actually pick the phone up to the customer bearing that everyone's just doing everything on zoom or other brands available teams etc you know, how, how did you feel? Do you feel comfortable? And, and did you actually feel, I know I do, sometimes a little bit um, relieved just to be using something that doesn't necessarily mean I'm engaging with all senses. I'm just using my, you know, obviously my voice and my ears. Yeah. That, do you know what? That, 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 that's, such an that's such an interesting question. Um, for me, when I was, when I picked, when I picked up the phone, I think it felt largely uncomfortable because I think uh, since COVID came in, I've just been emailing customers and, and and I think that's perhaps easier because we're not, you know, we're not picking up the phone. We're not really communicating. Um, and when I was back in the beginning of the year, we were, we were very privileged to get involved and call up existing customers to book appointments. And it became quite natural speaking on the phone. But I think once you stop for a while, um, it feels a bit uncomfortable, but I think, um, I mean, they say, you know, the, the traditional ways of just picking up the phone is, is, very much it's it's a it's a very important part of the process um, because email is is uh, you know people aren't always able to be on top of it in this increasingly digitalized kind of non-stop world um so yeah but it was it was it was definitely good to to get back on the phone that's <laughs> yeah, interesting to hear and uh, i i always find it quite interesting when you do prospect that in, in a, traditionally in a, in a very digital world, I've always gone back to writing letters, but now that's kind of gone away because yeah. not people are in the office. So I, where do you send them? And it's a bit harassing that I have to get digitally engaged to say, I'd like to write you a letter to stand out, but I need your home address before I can write that letter to stand out. Um, yeah. So, it, it, you know, but, you know, maybe it's, I have to send them, by the way, could you print this and put it to your own post box? That would be hugely appreciative. <laughs> um, 
you've moved into sales, which is obviously a conscious decision. You, you, you're studying to get a degree, um, which is absolutely great that, that that's happening and, and something that I feel immensely proud of that, that what the APS has helped achieve. But in that unique position you're in, you obviously, you know, there was a before I am stepping into sales and there's a now. And if there was one thing that was a misconception that you've learned, what would that be? So I think the misconception is, you know, we've all watched the great movies. Maybe it's The Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe, it, maybe it's Boiler Room. And when we think of salespeople, we think of them as, you know, it's a one man band. You know, it's the one man with his with his phone trying to trying to close a deal. And it's all and it's just all about him. I think that's a massive misconception when you enter sales, especially B2B corporate sales. It's all about working within a team. And it's not only um, within a team in the sense of a group of sales managers working together, but it goes much, much further, further than that. Um, you know, it's uh, a, a sales manager is only good as, it, as the technical solutions manager and vice versa, because they both have really important parts of the deal parts what they have to give across to the to the customer um and they 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 it's a it's a partnership and it, and it and it has to be there so i think that's a really big um misconception you know the the sales manager isn't just uh, you know maybe we come across a bit arrogant i think you know in a, in, a, in a lot of these movies and and i think that isn't the case um you know if a, uh, you know a sales manager um, you know, if what you know, if they don't know an answer, the technical solutions will know it, and it's all this synchronized team. Uh, so, so maybe you know, if, if the if the APS is do, is doing a movie, you know, they could, <laughs> they, they could they can maybe showcase that. But it's been great to to learn that and to just you know be in all parts of 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 a very large team, all all working together. I have another question to ask, but you've unfortunately set my uh, imagination running, which is, is if the APS was doing a movie, who would play me? So I'm obviously <laughs> thinking of someone like a George Clooney or a Brad Pitt, but uh, that's not the question I, I, I'm itching to ask you. Um, so, you know, you one of the things that I really like about uh, the things that we've done on apprenticeships is this ability for to give back. I've spent my life in sales to see people like you and your cohorts go through and, and actually earn while they're on the job. You're not going to leave with a lot of student debt. Um, I think up to this point, we've, we've calculated, we've eradicated something like 7 million in student debt, which is it's not a bad thing to have achieved. But I know you're quite passionate about giving back and your companies are quite passionate about giving back. So you know, do you want to just talk to me about why you're passionate about that and how you do that? Yeah, sure. Um, I think... Um... I, th I think as we all go along the path, we've all got we've all got something to give back, um, and I I think it keeps us humble and it it's a it's a it's a it's just a good thing to do, um, and like for for myself for it for example, I think we all were at a place where we needed help, and there was that one good person who said yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you, and and that kind of makes me passionate to 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 really help others. I, I think one area during COVID is, you know, so many good people are out of their jobs. You know, if we could find a way to help them. And I was a sixth form student not too long ago and, you know, trying to get that opportunity. 
Um, you know, if someone at BT would have opened a door or at a big company and I, I had some really good people who got back to me when I didn't have any brand on my LinkedIn profile. So I, I think especially during COVID, um, you know, if anyone reaches out to me about a job and I try and, you know, make a video or just make a post saying, you know, we've all got someone in our network who can maybe help you. Specifically to sales, you know, in my degree, you know, uh, uh, Dale Carnegie, he speaks about in one of his books how, um, you know, salespeople have this have this responsibility to to give back. You know, it, you know, not only you know it will help us uh, build upon our relationships and 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 to just build rapport in a in a very kind of um, in an authentic way. Um, you know, I was on LinkedIn today and I saw a, a sales representative within BT who's doing a marathon and whatever it is, I think it's really good to do. So, uh, and what I've done over the coming months is I've gotten involved with a uh, internal network within BT called BT Shine. And they, and they help colleagues to build their own projects, take them off the ground and, and, and really get them going. And the project that I've been quite passionate about is called Recharge. And it's about helping uh, people like you and myself. When we're logged into these virtual meetings, you know, a lot of the time we've got a lot of distractions and there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise that can, that can kind of get in the way. Um, you know, maybe we're watching a great a APS event and an email comes in and, and we just kind of, our focus is taken away. So the question came to me, if we're signing up to virtual events, especially during COVID, um, we should we should get the chance to purely to, to, to really get out what we want from the event instead of getting distracted, which isn't good for our focus. It isn't good for our for our health either. And that and that's why Recharge is a two minute opener, which um, instead of just having a slide saying, oh, everyone, turn off your phones. You know, that's that's great. But I thought we needed something a bit more engaging, a bit more interactive, maybe, you know, speaking like here, like we are now for two minutes and almost providing this kind of opener um, to, to help people um, get engaged with, with events. And um, we've, I've been speaking to some networks within BT um, and that's been, that, that, that's been really good to do. And, and I think overall, I think a lot of salespeople are, are getting more involved in, in, in giving back and not just for the reasons of a, of a, of a stronger brand, but you know, it's also the right thing to do. I think you're completely correct. And I think uh, my reflections of earlier today is sales has actually always been quite stressful. It's always been quite intense. It's been quite fraught. Um, and then add this kind of massive swing in work-life balance and then this overload of technology. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people are now feeling fatigue and they are uh, struggling. And it's okay to do that. Uh, but I think you're right. If you can find a purpose, you can find something else that gives you that break and allows you to see somewhat of the bigger picture um, and actually realize that you are probably in a better position than a lot of other people as well. That's got to be good for both the soul and, and, and the mental health as well. So, yeah. so thank you for sharing. And, and, and you know, I'd, I'd love to hear more about that because I think that's a great way of actually bringing people into the, into the here and now on these on these digital things and removing um, distractions. So, 
Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing quite a wide range of, of things with us. Is, is there any closing thoughts that you'd, you'd like to share before we uh, close out today? Yeah, I, I definitely would. Um, I would say, I'd say this, th this is really a message for young people or anyone who's interested in, in getting a sales apprenticeship or getting the first sales job. I would definitely say to be, to be open, to be open-minded, um, you know, maybe that company that you applied for didn't take you, but maybe there's there's a lot of opportunities within within sales and so many different types of roles. Um, and you know, for anyone who's looking to to maybe get their first break, um, try and be open to all the options that you have. Look into the different people you know within your community, and really reach out to them. And to people who are in the industry, maybe listening to this. I think not being afraid to make mistakes. Um, I'm definitely got a bit of the imposter syndrome and you just realize it's just about going for it. You know, what's the worst that can happen if you put yourself out there, send that message, um, you're only gonna learn from it. No, I, com I completely and utterly agree with that. It's absolutely spot on. And I think that's one of those things, isn't it? Making mistakes. If, you know, my father used to say, if you're not making mistakes, you're not doing your job. Because <laughs> um, everybody will make mistakes. Um, so I think that's absolutely brilliant as a summary. Rafi, it's been great to spend some time with you today. I, I know our paths will continue to cross um, with various different things in the APS, but thank you for sharing your thoughts. And uh, I look forward to any feedback that anybody has from listening to this. So thank you. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's been a pleasure.